0: are you the kind of mom who loves being outdoors with your children in the dirt or in the sand or in the water? Or are you the type of mom who would rather maybe just stay inside a little bit separate from the bugs and the heat and whatever elements the outdoor brings? Well, I believe that we all have a desire within us to be outdoors, for purposes that serve our entire bodies, our mind, our heart, our body, our soul, our spirit, I believe are all served by our time being outdoors. And I have an exciting conversation planned for today with a dear friend. Her name is Melissa Castaneda. She is the Amy's Farm Director of Educational Programs and Media, and she is a certified revelation wellness coach. Now, Melissa, is a third generation Japanese-American farmer and also just a beautiful woman who has lived in dis-ease from multiple labels that were given to her from doctors. And much of this was when her children were growing up as well. Now her children are grown. She is a mama of three grown children who are so dear and she's just a very dear friend. I'm so glad that you get to meet my friend, Melissa, today. You are going to be so glad that you were here with us. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Foboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose.
1: Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. This is such a treat. Yes, yeah, so fun to be with you. Thanks for inviting me. I'm so excited about
0: this topic that God has just put on your heart about Mm. being rooted and grounded in love. Because I was thinking about that when, even when Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment that it came back to love, Mm. loving God and loving others. And Mm. your idea, when we talked about this originally of being grounded in love in our mind Mm. and body and soul and spirit. It just got me really thinking on those thoughts of how that really is all encompassing of who we are, all the parts of our being, but we have to intentionally feed and pursue each of them because if we're out of balance in one, if we're only rooted and grounded in love in one of those areas, then we're living an imbalanced life and aren't able to function at the capacity that God's intended us to. So yeah. What do you think it looks like to be rooted and grounded in mind, body, soul, and spirit?
1: Yes. So that's a great question. So we are, you know, just like you were saying, we're called to act out in our faith um, in our minds, our body, soul, and our spirit. And when we do this and we're able to love our bodies on the inside and on the outside, then we're going to be able to love others well. Wow,
0: that's interesting because that's very countercultural. Yes. I feel like, especially thinking about that, we're speaking to moms. Um, whether you're a new mom and you're in that new, I had to learn how to re-love my body and even re-care for my body oh, yeah. after having a baby. That's just a whole new thing. And then thinking about even when you're later life, watching my mom and watching when she had all of her hormone changes going on and the difference that that entailed, it's a lot easier said than done to say that you're going to love yourself.
1: Yes, it is. It's a lot easier said than done. And It's also constantly, like you said, it's constantly changing. It's not going to look the same in one season as it is in the other. Um, and it's going to look different for every person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we're not all the same, right? Right. (laughs) Created individually.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, part of us being a part of a fallen world too, also means that we don't all have the same natural health to our bodies. Yeah. Like one person may be born with different health struggles than someone else is
1: yeah. and genetically
0: inclined to different problems than
1: someone else. Absolutely. Yeah. I was just reading, um, the other day that we could all eat exactly the same food mm-hmm. and exactly from the same spring of water, you know, whatever that looks like, we can all work out exactly the same and do the exact same workouts. It doesn't matter. We're all going to look different. That because- feels so unfair. Yeah. <laughs> I know it does kind of feel a little bit unfair. But that's you know, that's we're made in God's image. We're perfectly made in his image, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's also a creative God. And right. so he made us all different, right? And
0: okay. Yes. And it's good. I can't I've told my kids yes. so many times thinking about how boring it would be if God made us all the same. That it God could have chosen boring. it would yes. be so boring. And the the whole Our family would be so boring if we weren't Mm -hmm. all different, aside from even the world. So
1: imagine if we all look the same and think the same.
0: Oh, it would just be awful. So thank God he knew better. So let's talk about feeding the inside of our bodies kind Mm -hmm. of jumps me into the topic of farming. And that's something unique that we have in common. I don't have farming in common with many friends. (laughs) And when I ever reference working at a farm, people who don't know that part of me, I'm sure same for you, look at me like, what? What? Yeah. You work at a farm? Yes. <laughs> I am Farmer Krista, to many, and you are Farmer Mimi, to many. Yes. So let's talk about sustainable farming. What is that? What do you think, of, or What does that look like to truly be running a holistic, sustainable farm?
1: Okay. So, so simple because God has given us everything we need to grow the good food, right? All we need is sun, air, seeds, good soil, our hands, and, um, water. And then I also like to throw in their beneficial insects. Um, and so it's very, very simple. And in the book of Genesis, I'm just going to read really quickly Genesis one chapter 11 or chapter one verses 11 through 12. Um, then God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds. And it was so, The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Mm. So right there, God saw that it was good. We don't need to add anything because God said it was good. And he provides us with everything that we need. And why do you
0: think that a holistic approach is an important one to be taking and Mm. not just doing things the way that kind of our normal American world. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I think that our society somewhere along the line um, got off track and with just thinking, you know, we live in a society where immediate instant gratification is what we want. And so that has kind of, that. Ha- well, not kind of, it has spilled over into the agricultural industry that we wanna make plants grow faster. We want them bigger because bigger is better. That's the mm-hmm. misconception that we have. Um, for example, like strawberries, that's actually where my background started. I'm a third generation Japanese American farmer. My grandfather was a farmer. My father was a father or farmer. And then I actually had no plans to become a farmer. I had plans to become a teacher and god said no nope, we're gonna pivot and i actually teach on a at a farm and so that's just been kind of different kind of fun but um but anyway for example a strawberry we when we go to the store we think oh, we want to get big huge strawberries so that they'll look great covered in chocolate or in our dessert or on our pancakes or whatever that looks like actually by god's design strawberries are really small they grew in the wild and they're very tiny um, but because the industry wanted to create larger berries, um, then that was when chemicals were introduced and, and now they're so genetically modified, it's almost impossible, actually pretty as near impossible to grow them organically and naturally the way that you would because they've changed so much over the years. Like the variety that my father grew 20, 30 years ago doesn't actually exist anymore. Hmm. and so that is just something that that's concerning because yeah. we're using chemicals on our plants and we're eating it well, where do those chemicals go right they go inside of us and um we have seen such a rise in illnesses mm-hmm. across the board whether it be an autoimmune issue or a gluten insensitivity or um even more than that cancers it's just mm-hmm. it's in our, in our society right now. And, um, I, I don't believe that that was God's design for our body.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and I think it's funny. You would never tell your child, I think about, again, thinking about a mom listening, you would never have your child stand there and say, I want to give you something bigger, better, faster. So here, open your mouth. Let me drop these chemicals into your body. And here's the bigger thing you -hmm. would never Because you would know that's not best for them, but sometimes it just seems like the easier option, or, I mean, it's expensive, goodness gracious, feeding, feeding four little bodies. I can't imagine when my bodies in my, in my home grow to bigger bodies. And when we have a fifth, our fifth one has grown bigger and he's not just nursing anymore. It's expensive. And so you do have to sometimes say, okay, what are we going to do to take care of our family well? How do we do this in our home in a
1: sustainable way? Yeah. And you're absolutely right. And just, that is a great visual to think about. We would never give our kids something to grow them faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it is, it's hard. It is so hard. I have a family of five and my kids are all young adult children now. And it is actually cheaper for me to go to a fast food store wow. around the corner and drive through the drive through and order food for all five of us. It's cheaper, it's faster, Mm -hmm. then going to the grocery store or to a farmer's market and sourcing everything or growing it in my backyard and Mm -hmm. waiting for it to be mature enough to harvest and come inside and make a meal and bake my own bread, milk my own cow, you know, all those things. It's just really not realistic for the family that does not live on a farm. If Mm -hmm. you live on a farm, it's very realistic, very easy to do, Mm -hmm. but average family, it is a struggle. And definitely something that I think both of us can relate to. Well, and it comes down to
0: priorities. You have to say, what is my priority? And how am I going to live that out? Yes. And even choosing the priorities for your family, the pace of life you're going to live, the things you're saying yes to, the things you're saying no to, all of that.
1: Yeah. There's always good, better, and best, right? Mm -hmm. So absolutely. If you're within good, better, best, and you're doing the best you can, Mm -hmm. and ultimately, if you're following the Lord's lead and where he is directing you to go, then that's okay. And he is enough for, mm-hmm. you know, for, I don't want any moms out there to feel discouraged straight out the gate of, well, I can't do any of these things. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't want you to turn me off. Do not turn us off. <laughs> you can do this and don't get discouraged. And our God is an awesome God. And he is, there's is nothing that is too big for him or too complicated for mm-hmm. him to intervene in. Mm -hmm. So let's talk
0: about, let's go into some of these specifics. Now Uh, you talked about instant gratification a minute ago and how we live in a culture that's so fast paced. And one of the areas I see that really impacting is our minds Mm -hmm. that being rooted and grounded in our minds, I think is a real unseen battle that the body battle, we kind of see it because you see sometimes you you have to intentionally work in your kitchen differently as you're feeding your body or you have to intentionally move your body to be getting exercise but the battle of the mind is not as much of a seen battle but i think is very present in our culture today
1: it is and you know if you're anything like me uh to the women who are listening it is a daily struggle to mm-hmm. battle our mind right because not only are we influenced by what the world is saying to us through media social media outside sources of friends, family, but we also have an, a real enemy who speaks to us and, and wants to get us off track with the mm-hmm. Lord. Um, so just referring very quickly to Romans twelve two, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by the testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And we serve such an amazing God that he wants us to constantly renew our mind. Awesome. In him. Um, and so that could look like many different things of learning, but God loves us so much that he is generous to us and he gives us a sound mind, right? Um, we have some tools in us already. Uh, if, if we are believers in the Lord, we have the spirit of God who lives inside of us and we have this very open invitation to talk to him anytime, anywhere. And no one even has to know that we're talking to him. We can do it without anyone knowing. Um, I love the phrase that um,
0: one of our children's pastors used to use when she talked to the kids about it. She would say, in the quiet of your heart, talk to God. Do you remember Pastor Lois telling the kids that? Yes. Um, And I love that phrase because I do think too, thinking about being outside and the idea of being rooted and grounded in this, When we are outside, our mind can be at rest in a different place Mm -hmm. than it can be when we're indoors or surrounded by lights and sounds because we're in light and sound when we're outdoors, Mm
1: -hmm. but it's
0: the light and sound created by the Lord. And so it draws my mind to think of
1: him differently. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, it's, it's so good to be outside and, to just be in his creation and move the body. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So let's talk about like the literal mind, our, yeah. our brain. So by God's design, he has created our brain so intricately and beautifully, right? And we we talked about that he's created us to renew our minds continually. So actually in our brain, in the frontal lobe, we have a a part, it's called the hippocampus. And it is a very complex brain structure that is a major role in our learning and our memory. And here's what's so cool about it, that if we're moving our body and we're hearing negative information, it's going to get stuck because the hippocampus is creating new brain cells while we're moving our body. And so if we're hearing negative, that's what we are going to receive. Now, if we're hearing positive, if we're outside walking in creation, now what, you don't have to be at a farm but if, <laughs> if you walking in your backyard right listening to the sounds of the birds listening to the gentle wheeze uh, when going through the the trees all of those sounds it's going to help us to renew our mind mm-hmm. uh, and then add this component to it listen to scripture you know get your bible app and read listen to that or have a conversation with a friend listen to praise music Whatever that looks like, um, where you're at, then that is what is going to get into your mind and replace that information. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and that's why I think we have to guard our hearts and minds too. Mm-hmm. We can't just have our minds be open to all the yeah. things. And I think there's a whole element, goodness gracious, with social media the way that it is, it's like we open this door for all of these voices to just yeah. speak to us that maybe aren't even voices we want to be giving a platform, yeah. yet we have chosen. To open this door to them to be a platform for us, so that could just be a new level of awareness
1: for moms too, and guarding their minds differently. It's so important, and also just to be aware of that. Um, we could, well, okay. In my opinion, we've all lived through trauma. If you, oh, absolutely! If you're listening to this, and you survived 2020. You just lived through a very traumatic year. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it was finance, occupation, relationship, health, or all the above, <laughs> all the above. Some of us had I can all. check a lot of those boxes. Yes. Yeah. And it was, it was very traumatic. And so to recognize that and to, to affirm those that are listening that there is some bad information that's been stuck in us mm-hmm. um, and the Lord wants to renew that in us. And if, you know, if you're listening right now, and this is striking something inside of you. That's the Holy Spirit stirring something to the surface. Mm-hmm. That out. Mm-hmm. Because the Lord will never bring anything to the surface in you that He doesn't want out of you. Mm-hmm. It's not, and He wants it out.
0: I was thinking when you were talking about how He's seen in creation too,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: how our minds are designed so intentionally. Yeah. I was thinking about in Romans 1. In Romans 1:20, it says for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse mm-hmm. and how God reveals himself and will speak to us when we are outside that if we're in a place of even just thinking, even if there's just a stirring in your heart of thinking, goodness, I don't know if this is me you know you're opening your mind to that conversation with the lord and to the possibility mm-hmm. of his presence there or if you are in a rut i've been in a rut in mom life before where i was hearing so much negativity in my own heart speaking to me you're not good enough why mm-hmm. can't you get it together these other moms do it better than you you'll never be caught up on things you will always mm-hmm. be behind just it's like this, almost like a replaying of all of the internal failures of fear that I had Mm
1: -hmm. during
0: that season. And that needs to be claimed and reset. And I think getting outside is one of the best ways to do it because it's putting you back in God's,
1: in God's creation to let him speak to you. Yeah. And even just thinking about that think. let's just think about the life of Jesus in his most stressful moment of making that decision to go to the cross to die for our sins, right? Where did he go mm, outside? He was mm-hmm. outside. He went to the garden to pray. And, um, that was, I mean, that that's influential for us to know that. Oh, yeah. Well, and he also,
0: he, he went outside so many times. He went to the garden. Then he went, he went across the lake. Yeah, be with the Lord, and I love it that even when He went away, that people still followed Him. Isn't that like such sympathy towards moms (laughs) when you think you're going to go be alone and you get followed?
1: Yeah, you're not. You're going to be followed.
0: (laughs) Okay, so let's go back to this idea of renewing our mind. What does it look like to actually renew our mind? We talked about being outside, so that could be grounding. When I first heard that term, I didn't even know it was a thing. I thought, no wonder I like being barefoot outside. This is actually the way we were designed. So when I am barefoot outside, when I was postpartum this time, I went through, I mean, goodness, postpartum during, uh, 2020, like that's, Uh that's a thing, but I spent time barefoot walking up and down our yard with Mm -hmm. my baby. And every time it would help reset my emotions.
1: Yes, it is a real thing. Um, So my thing during 2020, I was already in counseling for EMDR, um, for a trauma that I experienced back in 2009 and grounding was a very essential part of that recovery process and and restoration process that the Lord was doing in me. So yeah, definitely going outside, just walking barefoot on the grass, um, feeling the warmth of the sunshine or the cool of the breeze, you know, whatever that day will look like for you but I think most importantly over everything being in his word mm-hmm. that is going to renew our mind. You yeah. cannot read the Bible. You cannot read God's word going into it in kind of a anxious or grouchy or, you know, some sort of tension in you and then read his word and then leave feeling the same way. Mm-hmm. Right? He's going to change us while mm-hmm. we're in the word. And he's going to speak to us. Um, and so absolutely, reading his word. And then like we talked about grounding and then what I love to do when I read the Lord's word is I love to meditate Mm -hmm. on his word and just read the scripture and then just sit in stillness and in quietness and just let those words just kind of wash over me Mm -hmm. and journal about it because he's always going to share something with us, it might be a word or phrase that's going to pop off the page that is going to speak right into us where we are at, and then to journal it and write about it. And okay, why did that word stand out to me? Or maybe even look it up in the dictionary and the different um, meanings for it. And then also reading good literature is so good for our minds and to learn new things and learn new information Mm -hmm. created to continue learning. We're everyone is, right? Um and moving our bodies, just mm-hmm. go for a walk in the neighborhood. It doesn't have to be a heavy thing where you're burning calories and you're really pushing hard. It could look like just a really slow-paced walk. Um, I even
0: find having something silly, like having a dance party with my kids, yes. when yes. when my mind is not in a good place. If I can turn on some phrase music and we can just say, "Okay, this is going to be so fun. We're all going to dance together. And they might be thinking, wow, mom feels so fun. Not knowing in my heart, mom's feeling crazy. Um, yes. and it does help reset my mind and put me back on a better
1: track. Yeah, absolutely. We do dance parties in our kitchen all the mm-hmm. time and it's so good. And your and kids
0: are grown and it's still my allowed. Kids are grown.
1: Yes. My kids are ages almost 25, um, 19 and 16. Mm-hmm. That's so sad to say. Amazing. Though. Amazing. One other thing
0: you mentioned that I wanted to go back to real quick, when you talked about reading his word,
1: I -hmm. believe
0: the reason that it's always, um, jumps out at the page at us, like you said, is that it tells us in God's word that his word is alive and active and sharper than any double-edged sword. And it amazes me how it does it. I can have read this. I can read the same verse that maybe I read it a year ago and I read it today and it touches me in a completely different different place. Yes, because God's word is alive and it's active. So it's, it's speaking to my heart where my heart is today. Yes, not just where my heart was. And another thing that I do, again, to renew my mind, because having lots of little children, sometimes just sitting down and reading the Bible throughout the day is not necessarily um, realistic all day long. I can't just like sit down and put my feet up and read God's word. But I listen to music that's full of scripture. So we listen to um, scripture lullabies are very calm Mm. music filled with scripture. And it helps reset my mind when I'm feeling anxious or worried or fearful. And then there's another one. Slugs and Bugs are really fun Bible songs. Um, An old one is hide them in your heart by Steve. Green.
1: That's who I was thinking of right now. And they're so good. They're so so good. good. And
0: it's, and it sets my mind on truth. Um, during times when otherwise my mind might be prone to wander to a different place.
1: Yes. And also just like taking those nuggets of scripture that speak to us, um, in those moments and just putting them all around your house. Yes. You see them, your bathroom mirror on your card, you know, visor, just different places. It's, Mm -hmm. That is so good. That's going to encourage you throughout your day. Also. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, And that's biblical too. That makes me think of that passage in Deuteronomy that talks about, um, having, you know, having your scripture on the doorpost of your house on your gate, all the places. Okay. We only have talked about being rooted and grounded in love in our mind. And we had three more, we still have body, soul, and spirit. So I'm going to have us go ahead and wrap it up today. And we're going to pick it up again next week. If that's okay with you, that is great. Okay. So the next week we'll talk about body, uh, soul and spirit. And hopefully this next week, these moms can really think on grounding their mind Mm -hmm. in love and being rooted in God's love in their mind. And then we'll pick up the rest
1: of it in the week to come. Sound good. Absolutely. And if I can just encourage just one closing, um, as, you're going through this week and thinking about renewing your mind as you're walking in God's creation, maybe imagine him, maybe imagine Jesus walking right next to you Mm. and like visualizing his feet right next to you, walking and shouldering, whatever that is with you, um, that you need to renew in your mind, whether, you know, it's a certain area in your life or just getting through 2021. Just imagine those feet right next to you. That's great. Wonderful.
0: Thanks so much, Melissa. We'll see you again next week. All right. What a wonderful conversation with Melissa. I can't believe we only made it through being rooted and grounded in love in our minds, but that's okay. We're going to pick it up next week and we'll talk about the body and the soul and the spirit, and it will just be such a wonderful continuation of our conversation today. So as we close today, I would like to pray over you a portion of Colossians 3 that ties into our minds, um, and specifically pray it over you as a mom. So join me in prayer. Lord, as this mom has been raised with you, may she set her heart on things above, where you are seated at the right hand of God. May she set her mind on things above and not on earthly things. As God's chosen woman, holy and dearly loved, may she clothe herself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience as she sets her mind on you in the week to come. We love you, Father. Your name we pray. Amen. Have a great week. I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations and check out our show notes below where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. And join us again next week as Melissa and I continue our conversation about being rooted and grounded in love.